It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 55 of our weekly podcast, The Current View with the Isle of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. How are you, mate? Steady away, but uh, as normal, we get, keep getting all the crap we keep uh, hearing, which is fake news and, and what have you, but we, we just have to get on with it, don't we? Yeah, we certainly do. My daughter is doing her own work, um, she's doing a bit about James Bond. Looking at that picture of you and Martin O'Neill, you could be a doppelganger of or doppelganger <laughs> even of James Bond couldn't you both if you could yeah they were the days when we played together at Forest me and Martin uh, obviously some good times but um, we were suited and booted I, I don't know what the photographs are about because obviously it is a long time that uh, photograph but uh, someone sent it me and um, I do use it occasionally on my uh, on my wall so uh, it's a long time ago, isn't it? So, but uh, we both look like brothers on that. To be honest, on that uh, photograph, don't you, Justin? The uh, modern day James Bond, I'm guessing, would probably be a female. <laughs> <laughs> the world's changing, as the corrupt ones are saying. Uh, there'll be a new norm, and there's a lot of people wanting to follow it. So, we just have to wait and see what happens. Absolutely, and the the new norm watching soccer Saturday isn't going to be. Matt Letizier, Charlie Nick and and Tomo, they're going to be replaced. I, I find that, well, I find it quite ridiculous, really. Well, look, you know it as well as I do. Mm. I understand all sides of uh, the argument of someone being on TV or someone being in a team, because yep. it is opinions. Yep. I'm like you, I do like him. Sometimes I don't agree with him, mm-hmm. but I do think they're all good for one another. And they all bounce off one another. Um, but the new norm, they won't be getting my money from it, won't Sky? Because I've, I've stopped Sky altogether. Yeah. And I don't even watch football until it comes on. And then I don't listen to them. I, you know, I switch it over. Because, you know, I don't agree what Sky's doing. Uh, I'm not interested in what Sky's doing. I'm interested in football, but I'm, I'm losing uh, the faith in football because it was a working man's claim. Uh, and it's just been taken over by people what's in the game which i don't trust i'm not bothered what anybody else thinks what they want to do i don't trust and i've said this about football i got told by a good source of a director of a football club that the premier league could uh do away with fans um and i thought it was a bit strange at the time when 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 he said it and then i watched an interview with dave Wheeland. i think i don't think sky had been when i said sky i don't think the premier league had been on maybe five years maybe about six years and he said uh, we could let everybody in for free yeah. in the premier league because they get that much money now you don't want to do away with uh, that kind of money what's coming in because it goes to other things but when i think about it now and see what what the new norm is is the new norm to to to, to be to put football on in the sense that you can watch your own team play at a cheap rate and then use the stadium as a corporate uh, boxers for all the big weeks fly, flying in from all over the world. I mean, they were talking about putting a, a next game, another game on in the team um, yeah. to uh, take it around the world. So it wouldn't surprise me what I've just said that the grounds could be, when I say the grounds, we're only talking about the Premier League because they're not interested in the best of the leagues. No, of course they're not. They're not interested in one little bit. Um, they can't survive because when anybody says they can't survive if they don't open up mm-hmm. uh, sooner rather than later. Um, so on that aspect of it all, it's going to be interesting to see uh, where it takes us. But... This is not a, this is not a way to watch football because it's it's not the same. Because what anybody says, it's not the same. Well, it's not the same for me. Mm. I can't talk for anybody else, but it's not the same for me to watch football 
without the fans in it. No, I agree. I mean, fo- football without the fans, I've always said this, is still football because we watch the football players. But football with the fans makes the game special. You don't realise, Gabby. Yeah. Until it's not there, yeah. you don't realise. Absolutely. Yeah, look, the fans want to see the their favourite players. Mm. So... I understand what you're saying yeah. about the, about the game. It, football's football. At least it's something. Mm. But they they will drive people off it. The yeah. problem with it, mm. I mean, uh, I was talking to John Brinley today because I'm, I'm, I'm doing another book. He said there were 65 million people streamed the cricket. Now they couldn't get that on a normal on a normal basis. Mm. Uh, I mean, cricket's not my one of my favourite sports. But by streaming it, there's somebody going to make money somewhere, whether it's by uh, advertisement or whatever it is. So that's how that's the line I think will go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't, and, and I, I don't think I'll be proved wrong because I've said about football and it's turned out right. What, what, what I've said about that, I've said about this COVID. Yeah, there is a COVID, but it's been a it's been a fake type of COVID. People have died from it, but they are elderly people and they are people what's had uh, some form of uh, serious illness mm. there's certainly something going on and we've always said this from the get-go we know there's something going on we don't know what's going on but i think you're right with all the streaming and the way that the modern world is going and football clubs doing different deals and getting cameras on board so their own fans can watch them games something is definitely going on and it generally evolves around money but away from the money away from all that what magic moments have you sourced for us this week tc because football's pretty much back it never really went away did it well it it, it is and i haven't really got a magic moment and i'll tell you for a reason why uh there being the carabao cup type of thing Mm -hmm. and i think they had the we had that uh charity shield the week before that yeah so I've not really taken much note of it. Uh, this week I'll start to take take it all in again. I mean, there's nothing I could pick up from uh, any of the games at these uh, nation league games because I've watched England. Yeah. And like I said to you, I've only watched it when the games kicked off. Mm-hmm. In, in in both the games, there's been nothing, nothing what's excited me that I can really talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, we spoke about Jack Grealish uh, early today, and talking. You were talk, telling me about certain, you know, people get sick, and I get, I, I can understand that because when you're talking about the same people all the time, I, yeah. I, I understand that. But no one would convince me when he came on. England didn't look any, didn't look better. Of course they did. Yeah. You know, uh, we've got three forwards. What's capable of uh, causing problems and, and scoring goals? Um, I mean, I like Harry Kane. He scores a lot of goals, but I'd sooner play Rashford there, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. But that's opinions, yep. you know. Um, so there's nothing in the England games that what what could excite me. I looked at the game last night. Everything about it was wrong. And I'm for players. Yep. I've never been one against players. Our coaches still coach the same way, regardless of anybody. They don't like it. They've never liked me talking about it. Uh, but I'll never stop talking about it because I've got I've got the free publicity now. When I was playing football, whenever I'm talking to the press, you know, uh, you could get fine. Now I can talk what I can talk about who I want, what I want, and when I want about the game. And when I look at the, the, the when I look at the players, what we, we picked last night, the the players that can't even pass the ball out from the back, yeah. and he's trying to do that with those type of players. And then he plays two old midfield players and a centre half in there, uh, Connor Cody. Mm. What's a centre half? He plays as a centre half for uh, or the centre back for for Wolves. How are you gonna How are you gonna get a creative pass from any of those type of players? Strikers in. You know, I look at Wilson. What's gone to uh, Newcastle? You know, and I think Bruce has done a lot better at Newcastle than what the Rafael Benitez has. Yes, so do I. But regardless of what anybody tells me, Wilson's a good player. Yeah. I think he's a very good player. Mm. He's, he's about as much chance as him scoring 20 goals as me getting Grimsby job. Yep. Honestly, it's yeah. about as much chance as that. Because mm. what you have as a goal scorer, if the team does not create chances, 
you will never get your 20 goals a season mm. ever ever so when i look at when i look what's happened to football when i look what they're doing to it uh am i enjoying it no i'm getting whereas i'm losing a lot of interest in it, and i think a lot of people will do the same thing for me gabby so uh i look what i look at the england game last night it was so boring to watch and I, I, I watched every bit of it because I wanted to get through on it. And I wanted, uh, I wasn't going to talk about it on my Facebook wall, but I, I, I thought, well, I've got, to, I've got to answer what I see and what I think is wrong with it. Yes. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm right, but it's, I'm expressing my opinion. Why would you play two people out of position on the left-hand side of your team, right, when they're having to pull the ball back eight out of ten times, back onto the right foot, which then gives the other team the uh, time to recover, time to get organised. If they play with the bad foot, right, seven out of eight times they're giving the ball away. And I know players in the Premier League, they should, they should uh, be able to use both feet, especially the millions of pounds are playing for them. Mm. And some players don't really put the effort in to use both feet uh, by by staying uh, behind an extra uh, extra half hour, an extra hour to uh, to play football, uh, to work on the uh, wrong foot or the weak foot, whatever, whatever way you want to put it. So there's lots of things about football that I think they are disillusioning us with it. Mm. But I don't think they're that, that bothered about it because they will sell it to the best of the world. If they can sell it to China, I mean, the prime example, and it's not football, is the basketball in, in America. They make billions of pounds from China, mm. billions of pounds, and it's. You know, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, this is what I think football will do uh, with China. The thing is, with China, they haven't paid the bills, so there's not going to be any Premier League broadcasting in China this season. Big problem well, out there. You know as well as I do, mm. and that's a great point, and, and and I'm glad I fetched that up because then, even if we only get two viewers, it's two what didn't know what you've just said. Mm. They're not bothered about paying the bills. You know why they're not bothered about paying the bills? Yeah. Because our government mm. will print more money to pay the clubs. But they can only do it for a certain length of time. They can also do what Saudi Arabia have done and do a pirate system, can't they? So yes. they're getting the game, but they're not paying for the game. And then people will say, oh, well, that's wrong. Yeah, but but you do that as well. So in effect, everybody's trying to stream games for free. And the Premier League is saying, well, we want our dough because we need to pay the players. It's a vicious circle. And you're right. Oh, I think that's listen. how the Chinese will access it. And listen, the players are not bothered about the fans. So why should the fans be yeah. bothered about streaming it? And that's not being audible. Yeah. They're trying to give as much as money as, as they can. Mm-hmm. And, and it's right with the fans. You know as well as I do. Why, why do we pay more money for Sky than they would in Spain and anywhere yeah. else? Because mm-hmm. it's cheaper in Spain than it is here, you know. Everything is, yeah. Absolutely. Right? I mean, what, what will we... Again, I'm going to come up, and I don't want to be to fetch politics into it, but you're in Europe, mm. Bayern Munich is cheaper to go and watch Bayern Munich than it is to go and watch Sheffield Wednesday. Exactly. It's crazy, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Fuel's cheaper. We're in Europe. It's supposed to be equality. Absolutely. There isn't no equality. Yeah. So we've been ripped off for years. Mm. And something's happening. Yep. And I, and I know what's happening. They're trying to, the globalists are trying to change it. Mm. Right? Can they, will they change it? Will Trump win? It's going to be fascinating to see what happens. I mean, I hope Trump wins because I don't want to live their, their, their way of life because I think I think we'll be worse off for it. Mm-hmm. But football and everything else, with you know, with this Black Lives people kneeling and and, and, and I understand black people. I, I don't understand. I can never understand um, what they've had to go through because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not black, yep. right? But it's one thing I've not uh, had any black person as a as a slave, mm. so I don't agree with equality for everyone. Mm. Absolutely, you know. Uh, and if I'd have been playing football, no manager, right? And you see, if I'd have been a no nobody of a player that have got rid of me, when you're a decent player mm. and they know they're going to get money for you, they'll never, you know, they'll never. I would have not worn anything political on my shirt. Yep. The only thing I would have political on my shirt would be for hospitals uh, and for uh, 
poor people in general where, where we need to uh, help them type of people out. But other than that, I wouldn't have worn that. I would not have kneeled. I'd kneel for people what's been in wars, what, what should have been in wars, that type of thing. Mm. But for footballers in general, no, not for me. You know, equality, we all should be on that same power path. But, I mean, they can't complain about uh, not getting jobs. These hundreds of white ex-footballers can't get jobs. I mean, I've applied applied for about 20 or 30 jobs. I've never had one reply back yet. Now, whether I'm good enough, whether they like me, you know, I don't know. I can't complain and say, well, I don't get one because I'm white. Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy, completely crazy. The world's crazy. And what they've done, and I said this about, 15 months ago, they've turned people against each other. Mm. They've turned friends against each other. They've turned family members against each other. And that's what's happened. And it's got worse. I think you're absolutely spot on too. So, because I think even the most moderate of person is getting quite sick of what goes on and what's going on. You know, it wasn't too long ago where the football authority said, you can't have anything political on the shirt. You can't bring politics into football at all. And, Blimey, these days, it, it's all political. It's, it's got a 365 you can, complete turnaround and, and, and circle, hasn't it? It's crazy. Sinclair today was saying he believes he don't he didn't get a reply because he was black. And, and I posted up there, I quite like Trevor Sinclair, talking absolute bollocks because there's thousands of white former pros that have never received a reply. So it's absolute cobblers what he's I talking about. I can guarantee about. you 100% yeah. have a flight for over 30 yeah. jobs and not add a reply back exactly and i could be talking to thousands of football players that would all be saying the same thing and then i'm listening i've got this football psychologist telling me about he could have turned um uh, sanchez (laughs) into a winner at manchester united by just talking to him i'm thinking are these people for real listen do me a favor will you yeah ask that psychologist i'm looking on to go to Sheffield Wednesday and turn my team into a winning team in Alpine. Exactly. It's it's just incredible, these people, what they come out with. When you're a footballer, when you're a footballer, you stop doing the uh, talking, do the walk, and then do the talk. Yep. I mean, these psychologists go to universities, get all these qualifications, they're telling us things, and what is exactly the time is 98.0% lies. Yeah. And I'm not trying to tell them. And it's not. The thing is, I am not rude and I'm not cheeky. I will stand up on a bus and let up down. A pregnant woman sit down. A woman sit down. Right? But I won't put up with crap what they keep telling us. And I won't fall for crap. And I'm not like a sheep. Absolutely, too. So you're breaking up a little bit. Um, a couple of magic moments that I've noticed this week, and I did notice one that you'd posted up from one of your Fab Five this season. And Sue Fatty, I thought it was just a surreal piece of magic that, that they put together. Um, it was um, a montage of his performance for Spain recently. I thought that was fantastic. I thought um, Haaland's brace, again, was sublime. And also Ronaldo's brace, his 100 and his 101st goal for Portugal. Absolutely somebody tell me about his, Somebody tell me about his goal. Like I said, I've lost that little bit of interest in it. Now, this, now we've come back and I'll, I'll start to have a look. Uh, the fatty thing uh, put on, because, uh, as you know, what I realised, why are we using these players uh, year in, year out? Why? Because we want athletes, we want to sign people what we need. There's a certain coaching method in this country, right? And they all, I don't want to be ruled by saying in the same pot, but they do in the same pot, and it's the same people what get the jobs. Uh, and if you don't agree with them, because I've been a coach and used to say to me, what about this player? He's a good player, isn't he? I said, that's your opinion. Yeah. I said, I won't have him play with my local league team. Yeah. And they don't like it, you know. But Fatty is a 16, and it doesn't make a difference whether he's 16 or 23. If he can compete and can play 
with that with that type of level of football. And don't forget, we're talking about this, the creme de la creme with these with these Spanish players because yeah. they do pass the ball, they do run with the ball, they do they do everything what you should be able to do in a football, mm. uh, in a you know in a, in a game. Look, Sancho plays for Dortmund, and he looks a superstar at Dortmund. Would you agree with that? Whenever, whenever I've seen him play for Dortmund, he looks tremendous. I've seen little right. bits of him in training. He looks tremendous. The only thing that I would say with that front three is what you said earlier, the supply that they're getting is absolutely nil. Well, I'm pulling this to Would you say, and you're saying yes in one time. When you see me Dortmund, you would say he looks a superstar. Absolutely, yeah. Right? When it comes to the English man, the system's on. You're the really, all, so, so you're really breaking all, up. Where, where are you tonight? Oh my People be talking to me today and saying to me, it's what look, is that any better? Slightly better, yeah. You were sounding a bit Daleky earlier. You crack on, right. mate. Right. And so uh, we, we put an unbalanced team out. Like, like I said, we put two right sided footers on left hand side. Yeah. We, know they should, we know they should. But if they don't, it's unbalancing the team. The passing and the flow of the game is not right. It plays three holding midfield players, mm. same type of players. Yeah. Right? Out of that out of those players, how many times did anyone play a killer pass? What put two or three or three or four people out of the game? Not. I didn't see one. Mm. Right? And then the kid, they bring him off, and you can see it looks disappointed. And I understand that. Yeah, I do. Right? I understand it, but at the same time, it's a team game, and if things are not going well, when they fetch somebody on. But the, will you tell me the chances they created last night? Absolutely, Neil. I, I couldn't believe how bad we were. You know, the main chances. Hmm? Tell me, any type of football we've played with any killer passes, and then they'll come up with anything crap they want by turning around and saying, or or using the excuse of the two young boys have been sent home, or we've got to try and get them back into it, and, you know, hmm? so and so. Let's talk about the game. Forget them. They've been punished, right? They take the punishment, then we'll start again back in. Let's talk about the game. How many forward passes did we make? How, I, many, how, recall, many, how many players blocked through midfield players? How yeah. many blocked through? I, re- to change, I recall. To change with the strikers. I recall watching that game last night, and I said to Tom, 20 minutes we've been playing, and not one forward pass was given by a midfield player. Not one. The only time England played the ball forward was when the defensive line had the ball and were pinging 60-yard diagonal balls to uh, to a wing-back. That was the worst game of football that I've seen England play for probably my lifetime. I thought they were that bad. You know that 30, 40, 60-yard wing-back pass? Yep. Coaches think it's brilliant, you know. And I'll bet you any money, I'll take anybody on a, on a field tonight, anybody, mm. take anybody on a field tonight, get a player to hit a 30-yard pass in the air, yep. diagonal pass, and put him in centre of the middle uh, of the field. Mm. And I bet you he'll get across to there, right? Mm. He'll get across to that player yep. before the ball, he can control the ball properly. Mm. I'll bet anybody any money. Yeah. I'll bet Brian Cluffy. I'll bet Bill Shankly, I'll bet Guardiola it, and I'll bet Klopp it. Mm. I'll bet money on it against anybody. Yeah. Right? What they can't do, right? And I'm not saying don't play that ball. We play it all the time, and we we find that fascinating. Yeah. Right? So I'm not saying don't play it, but I'm telling you, if you're hitting a 30-yard pass across field, Mm. the covering player will still get across because the wind will hold the ball up as it's travelling. Yeah. Right? What you won't do... What anybody can't do when you put that killer pass through what puts two or three players out of game. They're out of game. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So we're obsessed with that still. Mm-hmm. Still. And I don't give a damn who it is, any English coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not having a go at them. I'm telling them what they're doing and they're doing it wrong. And that's why they are never going to be a premiership, uh, manage what wins a premiership league. They will never win a Champions League. They will never win a European or a uh, not a European, uh, uh, a Nations Cup, mm. uh, a Europa uh, League, 
Is it long? Not the, yeah, the Euros. What, what, what England? What about the England playing? Yeah, Euros or the World Cup. You'll, you'll never win World anything playing yeah. with those Euros, tactics. Euros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about an English manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about an English manager. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you about Frank Lampard and Steve Gerrard. And I like them. Mm-hmm. I do. If they fail, English managers are, f- are finished. Mm-hmm. And they've had it. They've, they haven't gone in at Cambridge like Teddy Sheddingham and Sol Campbell. They've gone in at Derby County, where you've got a chance of doing all right. Mm. And at Glasgow Rangers, it's only got one team to beat up there, which is Celtic. Right? I still don't see enough free-flowing football. I see good things. Yeah. Make no mistake, I see good things. Mm. But I don't see a free-flowing, a free-flowing game yeah. with players interchanging and movement and everything. And it looks apart. Like I, I'm not mentioning Guardiola because people are going about Guardiola. I'm obs- like Klopp's team do, mm. right? I don't see it. I don't see it. No, I don't know. I, I, again, when you're playing that way, <clears throat> I couldn't believe the way England play because it was just so one-dimensional. It was so easy to defend against. And I thought, how stupid are you Danish defenders that you're getting caught out by the same cross-field pass Every time now, when you're playing at that higher level, you're absolutely right. That just gets red. And if that's all you can do, I mean, if you're a midfield player, you've got a stiff neck, ain't you, by half time? So do right. me a favour, Gaffer. Let's get the ball on the on, on the floor and let's try and play football. That ain't the way forward. You're absolutely spot on, TC. They do, they do have to mix it up. Of course you they, do. They do, have to, they do have to mix it up. And I'm not saying don't play a long pass. Same here. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, it, but not every do, time. I know you're not. I know. That's why I'm... That's yeah. why I'm you know, trying to explain to people yeah. what what we do is the same thing. Or the press will say the press and the TV media and some of the fans, because they're convinced them with this, mm. they'll say, "Oh, Terry Curran, he can play when he wants to play." Yeah. The biggest load of rubbish. When you're playing in a team, what's not consistent, mm. right? You're not consistent. Yep. Right. So with. Sheffield Wednesday are written mess. And why are they written mess? Because they play the same type of way week in and week. They never mix it up. Yeah. People say, uh, one week they're good, next week they're bad. I don't know. Because the ball's in the air, they give it away more often than not. Mm. And I'm not saying do not play one over the top, which is going to catch them out now and again. But we do it the opposite way around. And the other thing we, we're, we're brilliant at, us, and we're absolutely, the, we are the best in the world at this. We play defenders at the back now because we're trying to change his way how to, play, how to play football. We play defenders at the back, right? What can only get it and boot it up front. But they're trying to get them to play out from the back. Mm. They haven't got the composure to do it. They haven't got the ability to play out from the back, right? So that's I'm saying we're the best in the world at it because we can't do it. And yeah. it, we've done this since I was playing football. We have done this. I watched Tony Adams and what they did when we played Norway. They put uh, Martin Keown at right back, Adams and Butcher and we just bought it out, try and be strong, try and stop goals. You know when you come against the clever players, the loud drops of this world yeah. and the messes of this world and the Vinaldos and the yes of the yeah, and the yes of this world. The make the make all excuses, well we haven't got players like that. Well, why haven't we got players like that? Because I'm not frightened to tell you. Them managers, they're frightened to death, they're petrified of losing. And I mean petrified of losing. So they play a defensive formation not to get beat, not to get beat, they play defensive formation not to get beat three or four nil. Yeah. And I'm not frightened to tell them to the face. I'm not one of these what says, yeah, you're right. And then as soon as I walk out, as soon as I walk out the door, he ain't got a clue what he's talking about. I tell him to the face. It's not good enough. There hasn't been many enough. hasn't been many transfers so far, TC. It's been a little bit quiet. There has been one or two. Where's the value been so far? And who do you see being in the top four this season of the Premier League? And in what order? Well, I'm, Man City uh, will win the league again for me. Yeah, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Man United is going to do a bigger push than than what people 
give them credit for. They have been hit and miss, but I think they're going to have a, a bigger push. Yeah. I think Chelsea, if they can get the goalkeeper scenario sorted out, and what I mean about the goalkeeper scenario is, even if they don't sell uh, Kepper, right, his confidence has to be low. Because he's, he's leaving him out. It's in papers that are trying to sell him. So, And nobody will ever win anything without a world-class goalkeeper. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Right? Unless you've got really, 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 really top, top outfield players. Yeah. Right? So uh, so I'm going to go. This is where I'm going to go. Me. Man City. Man United. People are going to laugh at me at that. No, I won't. Liverpool and Chelsea. That's where I'm going to go, and I think Mourinho will will make Tottenham difficult to play like he does all his teams. And if he does that, and it comes off for them, they could be in the top three. But I put top, Tottenham round the round the fifth and sixth mark for me. So that that's them's the four I'm I'm, I'm going with. Chelsea spending, they've spent a lot of money. Have they spent it wisely? And in T, uh, Timo Werner and uh, Kai Havertz, two top players play, from, look, look, from the, the Bundesliga, yeah, haven't they? The, yeah, they look. Listen, they, they look the part, mm. uh, and they have spent some money. I mean, Chelsea spent some money. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And before they spent, before they brought those in, they've got forty. They have forty players, mm. right? Top top players. Yeah. Right. There's something just missing from it. Whether it's the flow of play of the game. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the goalkeeper, whether it's Frank not showing um, the real confidence that we can beat Liverpool and Man- Manchester City, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not going to go to him. What I'm trying to say is because players will look at the manager, yeah, because he's, he, I mean, he has done well. I mean, he got into a final of the FA Cup and uh, he's got him in Champions League. And because what anybody says, it's still difficult to handle the big top players, and he's done that. But I still think there's something missing with his uh, management leadership. You know, also be sat at top of the league. Do you also think there's something wrong with Chelsea in terms of defending? Because that did seem to be their Achilles heel last season. They never seem to be able to defend properly a lot of the time and leaked silly goals has well, he got that sorted out yet Frank and does he need to repair that well we'll only we'll, we'll only see that when games start yeah right and I've just if, if you if you listen if you listen or listen go back to what I've just said yeah they've got a problem with the goalkeeper yep now whether he's good enough or not only time will tell 80 million pounds a lot of million pounds to play for the goalkeeper yeah. isn't it yeah you know uh, some clubs can't even play 20 million for, for strikers. I, yeah. I'm talking about top half of the uh, Premier League. Mm-hmm. So there's a problem there in a sense that the goalkeeper is not playing with confidence on, on the on the two fronts that the manager is either not fancying him mm-hmm. or they're trying to sell him. Yeah. Now, if he's not right, then the back four are nervous because he's not coming for balls what he should come for. Yep. You know, so th- th- there's a problem there. Now, is it the players' fault that? Mm-hmm. I always say no, because if you if you're the manager, and I'm not again, I'm not going to go Frank. What I'm trying to say is, I try to analyze the game, and you've asked me a question. Yeah. A, a real leader, those play those players from goalkeeper to the seven on the subs bench will believe that this manager is going to help us win football games. And if they don't believe that, then you're going to have uh, inconsistency and you're going to have problems with uh, not scoring enough goals and you're going to have uh, problems with uh, conceding goals. Manchester United, have they sorted out their Achilles heel from last, last season, which was also 
their defence. And you could also level that with uh, Manchester City, although they have brought in uh, Nathan Ake to uh, bolster the uh, the back line. And when Laporte's got a full season behind him, which hopefully he will do this season, City do look as though they've they've attacked their problem area better than arguably Chelsea and um, Manchester United. Well, I'll take City first. Yeah. Uh, right. And they're going about, everybody should win the park come back City, you know. Well, it didn't happen mm. because then they stopped, they stopped scoring goals, didn't they? Yeah. You know, to be fair, uh, I mean, Agu- had, Aguero's been missing. I think they've had a. I think they've had a good season. I don't think they've had a great season. Yeah. I mean, I thought they would have won the the uh, Champions League. Mm-hmm. Did he did he make a did he make a mistake with his team selection and how he went? Yes. I don't know because mm. we only tell it. We could only tell if if it, if it changed it another way. Um, but anyway, he didn't win it. Mm. So have City rectified that? I think City have had two marvelous seasons, and it's regardless who you are. It, you know, it takes some willpower to, to keep producing it. Yeah. Now it's going to be fascinating to see Liverpool because if you looked at Liverpool towards the end of the season, and I was the first one to turn around and say, "Well, hang on a bit, they've already won the league." Mm. They've already won the league, so um, the mind's not beyond it. But there were some games what they did not want to lose, mm. and they, they started to lose them. But it, that's don't forget for what they did for two years is a, it's phenomenal. I oh, think only two games, it's, yeah. you know. So I don't think, I really don't think their consistency will be as as it as it was for the last two seasons. I could be wrong. But mm. You've asked me a question. That's my opinion. I think Man United have a problem with people having to go at De Gea. Yeah. And he has he has made mistakes. Make no mistake on it, he had mistakes. Mm. Now, when that's highlighted through the media and people like Roy Keane uh, and, and the TVs be showing him, it's going to affect him as a, as a, as a goalkeeper. But I don't think, and again, it's not been horrible to Lindelof, I don't think he is a good enough player. I really don't. For for that level of football. Mm. So I think that's where their problem lies. Uh, Lindelof and the keeper, because he's not playing as well as he, he, he did under Ferguson. Mm-hmm. But even then, he had little, little, prob- little setbacks uh, which didn't help him. But, Ferguson did protect him, but when you're conceding goals like teams do, and especially the um, the top four teams, it, the ones what not at the top are not winning, they will get highlighted more. I mean, Liverpool made mistakes towards the end of the season, like I've just said. Yep. They still weren't highlighted. People said, "Oh, hang on a bit," but they still weren't highlighted like Manchester City were, mm. and like Man United are. So when it's highlighted, there's the pressure there. Listen, regardless, they can be. No, it seems to bother me. But if if you keep getting knocks and knocks and knocks, it's going to affect you, isn't it? Absolutely, and I think we've so. Knocked... I think that's what that's what's happened with, you know, uh, with United keeper and Chelsea's keeper. But the the centre backs have not been right. I mean, I, if I was if I was if I was Man United, I'd go and buy John Stone tomorrow and play him with Ali Maguire. And I don't give a damn what anybody else thinks. That's my opinion. I'd have another good look at uh, De Gea. Yeah. And if he, and if he, and if he, when I say that, I'd have a look at De Gea. If Henderson, and the fetched Henderson back, if Henderson set, looks sharp in training, then I wouldn't be frightened to put him in as a right. That's up to you, uh, David. You've got to fight for your place now. Mm. You know, so... That's what I would do because I don't think Lindelof's uh, up to it. And also decent fullbacks as well in uh, Brandon Williams, although he's yeah, a, like a right footed player like playing him. on the left. But, but he, doesn't use, but he, could use, he no, can, he can do. And this is the thing with him: he is dual footed, so yeah. it doesn't it doesn't make him look like he's a fish out of water. He no. will go out on the outside. Uh, Wan Bissaka as well, another tremendous defensive fullback. All right, perhaps not that great going forward, but in that United team. Do they need to be that great going forward? Because the three that they've got up front is arguably as good as anything in the league. And their midfield is absolutely spot on as well now, isn't it, at Manchester United? But listen, 
Pogba. There's been problems with Pogba. Yep. Yes, I'm not sticking up for him. Yes, he's part of his own problem. We know, we all know. You know, he's down to use a player to get it sorted out. Mm-hmm. But when he's when it's highlighted like it's highlighted, yep. it will affect him. You know, you get Graham soon as having a good team. You get, to, and I'm not saying they're not entitled to have a good. Of course, they're entitled to have a good team. Mm. The pundits, and that's what they get paid for. Yep. And people like controversy. Yep. You know. But what I'm trying to say, if he's on his game, like he is when he's playing for France, he's a big asset. Yeah. And the boy from um, Portugal, what's his name again? Um, oh, Bruno Fernandes, absolute Fernandes, top draw. Fernandes, top yeah. top draw. It's, it, it, it's a massive, massive uh, big influence to him. And then they've got Mc... the young lad. The uh, McTunley, the, the Scots McTunley. boy, and also Van der uh, Beek. Yeah, they got him. And they've and also got Fred. Yeah. Yeah, and then they've got a young kid there called Levitt. Okay. They've got a young lad there called Levitt, and I wouldn't be frightened to play him neither. He played for Wales, and I mean, you know, very impressed with that young boy. What qualities has he got? Everything. When I say everything, he's got in. When and this is the last thing I want to talk about engine. But when you've got an engine. That's an even bigger plus for you. Long. You can use both feet, right? He reads the game quite well. He, when I say he tackles, he doesn't tackle. He anticipates the ball, yep. where the ball's going to be. So he reads the game quite well. Mm. And he's got that killer pass in him. So his all-round game, his all-round game is there. So when I'm when I'm signing a player, I won't be telling my fans, oh, he can head a ball, you know, he's strong, he can run all day long. I'm not interested in that. Mm. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested. Can he read the game? Is he brave enough to take chances with his killer passes? But it's no good taking that chance with that killer pass if nine times out of ten it's not going to come off. Yeah. So that's why I say he can read the game because he sees it early enough to give his strikers the the advantage. Right? He's got two good feet. He can switch it. And he can play a longer pass uh, if need be. How old is he? Say, I've not heard of this boy before, Levitt. Nineteen. Right. Okay. Nineteen twenty. Mm. Nineteen twenty. It's Devil uh, Levitt. Where did they They've get him a... from? Did he come through the academy? Oh, through... it's new system. Yeah. Okay. Is he? Is Is no. He's a Welsh uh, international now. He played the other night. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not Welsh. I don't know if he's. Is uh, born in England yeah. and his family's Welsh. You know, so Wales have got in early doors, but the kid's going to be a good player. Wales seem to have done that with a number of players. They uh, did it with Harry Wilson, and they've also yeah. done it with um, the young boy that played at uh, Sheffield United, Davy Brooks. Brooks. They, they've got a good young setup at Wales now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been impressed how, how he's gone about things, Ryan Giggs. You know, I like, I like the way how they try and play football. And he's got players in there. What will run at the players? You've got Bale. I mean, Bale, don't forget, Bale hasn't played for bloody two years. Absolutely. When I say haven't played, mm-hmm. he's played the odd game here, there and everywhere. But that's not match fitness, is it? No. You know, and they've got David James. Uh, David James. Uh, James. What can uh, run yeah. with the ball? Mm-hmm. Go past people. Good pace. They've got things in there. But I'd sooner watch uh, Wales play at moment in time yep. than England. Yet we have good players. Yeah, we've got good players, and it, it, it baffles me. So, Man United's got a good uh, nucleus of good young players coming through. They need a centre back. I get Stone. I go buy Stone tomorrow, me. Yep. Yeah, I think it'd be a tremendous signing because again. Stones is a good player. You don't turn bad overnight. And at Man City, it's just gone a little bit stale for him. He needs a move. And I think that would be an ideal move to uh, across the city to Manchester I'm United. Th- I'm going to throw you on here. Go on. I'm going to throw you on, right? Yeah. And you didn't know I was going to say this. Nope, not how, at all. How, Do you rate uh, Maguire? True. I, I, think, I think he's OK, if, right. if, if I'm absolutely honest. I'm right. not particularly enamoured with him I think he's alright I think he's decent right let me put this to you yeah go on would you play him before any of the centre-halves they played the other night England centre-halves yes 
I think that Dyer is desperate. I think Connor Cody, fair play, he, he's done okay. And who who was the other centre half? Remind me, who who played in there? Well, they had to play. They had to play the. Um... There was Dyer Cody. It was the, the, the kid from the kid at Aston Villa. No, he never played. He didn't play Mings. No, well, I'm telling you, the kid at Aston Villa plays has played. Yeah. The kid at, in, from Burnley to Everton has played. Yeah, what, I don't rate him keen neither. Right. No. So keen, right? Mm. So what? What to call the kid at um, Villa? Mings with the fuzzy, the black lad. Yeah, yeah, Mings. Yeah. Mings. I don't think he's right, had a great playing. season, no, Mings. No, no, what I'm trying to say to you is mm. Stones and him and the other kid can play out from the back. But then they've got no one to pass to in midfield because the midfield players are holding midfield players. And what do they do? They Absolutely. play the ball back. Yeah, but all they do is show their number to the defender. They don't want right. the ball. That's England's problem. And what well, England have done consistently is helping, tried what I'm trying to, what I'm yeah. to explain to you all yeah, yeah. is... And I'm not saying I'm not saying they haven't looked poor at times because they have. Mm. I'm not saying that Maguire and Stones because they have. Yeah. And I said to Stones, I do not want any more mistakes from you. Silly mistakes. Mm. I'm not bothered about a mistake, yeah. but silly mistakes. I don't want them. Right. Instead of having an old midfield player and a and a Jack Grealish in there with another another quality midfield player amount. What can go forward? What can run off the ball? What can play a killer pass? What can run past people? Mm. When we can't, when we don't play them in this set of play, it's going to affect the back four. The goalkeeper, hundred oh, percent. Goalkeeper, and I've mm. told you all long enough. And again, he's, he's a good goalkeeper, yeah. but he's not good enough to win a World Cup. Yeah. He's never going to play for Manchester City, right? Or a Manchester United, or a Barcelona, or a Real Madrid. I guarantee you that. Mm. If, if, and that's what I'm trying to get across to you. If, we can knock Harry Maguire and we can knock John, Stone, yeah. John Stones. You put them in a better team. I mean, Manchester City have had a bad season for the for their for their um, standards. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm. And Stones have made a couple of mistakes and it's affected him. Mm. But I've told you before, the thing is with John Stones, he's had a problem. He's been with his girlfriend for a long time. Had a child with it, and then they split up, mm. uh, and all the family were working for him as such, and so all them have, 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 have lost their jobs with him as, as such, and it's caused him a lot of problems. Mm. People don't understand that. No, absolutely. You know, so it's got to affect him in his game, and it, for me, I think that's what's happening because the kid on the ball is as good as anybody I've seen. Absolutely, and and what I would say there, TC, is that if John Stones did move across the city and had that partnership for a season in a flat four with Maguire, you know, it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility that that was the defensive two that played for England in the Euros. Because I think that England have got a big problem at centre-half. There's not one centre-half that I've looked at that just stands out for me. And, and, and I look at him and I go, do you know what? That's the new Bobby Moore. That's the new Colin Todd. That's a Roy McFarlane. That's a Kevin Beattie. You that is gonna... an absolute certainty to play for England. I don't see any of them in that same category. I'm not going to disagree with you, Gabby, but what I'm going to say to you, what I keep trying to, trying to get across to everybody is yep. this. Look at these players. They, they all look good players, but when they go and play with people like Southgate... Oh, absolutely. 100% what, agree. There yeah. is something not right. Is it his, is it his philosophy? Yeah. Is he, fear, is he fearful of losing games? Yeah. You know, does he not give him confidence? No. All, know, all of the above, so, TC. I, I'll get rid of Southgate tomorrow. I understand what you're saying. Hmm? You know, it can look bad, and it can, you know, it can look not worth the £80 million. I'm not, I've heard good people will say he's not good enough for that. I'm I understand not, because it ain't his fault, absolutely. It's no, not his fault. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, I think he's a good player. Yeah. And I would prove it because my way of playing football yeah. is different from Southgate's. No, I don't want to go and attack, attack, attack. Because I think in Guardiola, what costs us in problems, mm. that people do sit back and everybody joins in. You can't have everybody joining in. Yeah. You can't. Because you're going to leave yourself vulnerable to counterattacks. Mm. Well, I, I would play with a flat back four, and I'd I'd, I'd go along with what you're saying with with Maguire and um, and Stones, particularly if they had a season and they formed a good partnership together at Man United, and I think they could do. You've got a couple of full backs there, 
um, Trent Alexander-Arnold would be my uh, choice at, uh, at right-back. And I think Chilwell will be the choice at left-back. My well, midfield three would be well, Mason and Jack Grealish and James four. Madison. Yeah. Well, you look at the back four by the goalkeeper. Yep. Right? And he's endless in English. Yep. Well, he, I'd play him in goal. Well, he could because well be. you look at the back mm-hmm. four... Um, and Trent Alexander, what was the kid, the, the kid at uh, Man United, the right back? Wambasaka, yeah. Wambasaka, yeah. So another good player. Yeah. So we have cover there. And there's, an, I mean, who's the other lad at Liverpool? The other black lad who was a good player, the centre back. Gomez. That's Gomez. that's the boy that played with uh, yeah in the three. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep. You still with us, TC? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cough, mate. I was a bit worried about you. He's another. He's the other one. What uh, when he plays for England doesn't look doesn't look right. No. So you've got him, you've got mm. Gomez, Stones, and and, and and Maguire. Yeah. You could pick any one of them three, two together, right? Yeah. And have a good solid goalkeeper behind him, an old midfield player, a two what can go can attack, and mm. three quality mid uh, three quality forwards. What's got pace, right? And an old Kane scores goals, so people will be obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. But I would sort of play Rashford through the middle, uh, Sterling and Sancho, and you've got young Greenwood, you know, and you've got pace in your team. And you've also got Danny Ings as well. Well, which well, would probably be the five that he would take to the Euros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in my eyes, that's what I would do. That's how you know, and you would see. And I said, look, you, I want us to go out to to win a game, right? Mm-hmm. And I want you to understand when we haven't got the ball, areas where that ball can go. And if you can't do that, I'll be looking at players. Well, because sometimes you might have to leave. Uh, if you've got a two Jack Grealish similar, instead of playing Gerard and Lampard, I would have played a new the kid. Uh, what played for Man United? Assistant manager now. Scalzi. No, 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 no. Hey? I mean Scalzi. Scalzi retired. But the other kid at Man United, similar to them to Carrick. Okay, and I would yeah. Probably, and yeah. I would have, I would have left uh, either uh, Lampard out or Gerard out mm. and played the Carrick. Because Carrick's a two-footed player, yeah. and it gives it that balance. Yeah, where time, if yeah. one, you see, when you get Gerard and Lampard, they both want to go forward. Mm-hmm. Whereas Carrick would say, "Right, you go." Well, Carrick not wouldn't say let him go. He know when he's going to go, and he'd hold in there. Yeah, you know. And but Gerard and Lampard both want to go for the same type of ball. Mm. Both want to prove to everybody they're the best players. And there's no harm in that, but it's, it, it don't give you the balance of the team. Uh, and sometimes, like Clough did with. Uh, 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 Derby County he did Nottingham Forest with John McGovern he weren't the greatest player but he gave it a balance yeah because he got the ball and gave it to the ones what could play mm. and, and not everybody trying to prove you know uh, I'm better than you and sometimes it don't work does it no it doesn't you're absolutely right it is about balance it's all about having players that are composed on the ball and and, and this this was the problem again going back that's to a England. big thing yeah. they that's didn't have thing. players that were composed and wanted the ball especially in tight areas and in particular in deep areas the midfield if you looked at Declan Rice many many times and the young boy from Leeds Calvin Phillips they were pointing to where the player on the ball should be playing it now for me my centre midfield field player he should be showing side on I want the ball give me the ball I'm going to use the ball and that's what the job of a midfield player Henderson is exactly the same when he plays for England we need three midfield players that want the ball are comfortable on the ball composed on the ball and can play the ball forward and until England do that we will continuously fail Zabby and Iniesta and Billy Bremner and Johnny Giles and I can go on and on and on yeah, absolutely. And on. all yeah. about the great Zabby's they're always practically side on yeah. for the right ball. Hundred percent. We, our players, are facing one way. Of course they are. They're just showing that they're showing the defender right. their so, number. So they don't what, want the so ball. What they can do is Zavi, and they can take it in the stride to go forward. Absolutely. Or they can play it forward diagonal. Yeah, have the ball the we, other side. Our our midfield players can mm. and either play backwards, yeah. sideways, or yeah. a little short ball. Absolutely, because they're not confident on the ball. So whenever they do get the ball, they I don't want the ball, have it back. Well, I'll give it you, your midfield player. Well, I don't want it, give it back. Send the ball out to the fullback. And that's how England get out. And it's so predictable. The only other way that they do it now is just smash a 60-yard diagonal. And you're thinking, yeah. come on, 
Pick the likes of Grealish, Mason Mount, James Madison and Phil Foden. Let's have some ball players that want to receive the ball, are comfortable on the ball, compose on the ball, play the ball forward. It ain't rocket science, kids. And we've got three players up front that have got pace, have got power and, and also composure. And, and that's the way forward for England and play flat four. Why would the all why would the amount of talented players going forward do we want to put an extra defender in that team? It just beggars belief for me. Safe guy out is my I'll tell you why they, Gabby, Gabby, I think why they all do it. I've told you I've, yeah. I've, 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 well, I've, I've told you. But there's no need to when we've got those, those quality players. Yeah. They're they not losing, they yeah. are frightened to death of losing three nil. Hmm? And being embarrassed. Yeah. Right? I'm going to play a safe player. I think it's a safe player. Let me know that safe player causes you more problem, causes you, because it unbalances your team. Yeah. It doesn't play a forward pass. Mm. Right? It's not going to take a chance. Right? And when they're playing cybers and backers, what does it do? I keep telling Jock this, whenever you keep playing cybers and backers, it puts your team under pressure. Of course it does, and it lets the other team get into the positions. And, so I look and... at it, is it him or is it the manager? I think it's always the manager that tells the players how to play. And I think that's for, for me. As long as Southgate is at the helm, England won't do any good because he doesn't want to pick players that are forward-thinking and minded. And if you look at them two games, we'd had, what, six or seven defensive players and three players that are forward-thinking. And that balance is totally imbalanced. That, that's like having, having a, a skinny lad on a seesaw with someone that ain't been out of the sweet shop. It's... Well, I'll tell you this: what, what we do this this hour, it flies by. Oh, absolutely! You know when you, you know when you're playing for England, yeah, right. I guarantee you know when you're not playing well and the team's not playing well, yeah. The 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 game will drag. Oh, will drag. But you know when you're playing well, you don't want the game to stop, and it seems to stop that quickly. Absolutely. When right? Grealish come on, I wanted and, the game to have another I, twenty minutes. I love this. I love doing this. Uh, what they call it, and this hour's gone that quick again. It's unreal. Of course it does, TC, because we love cheering the fact about football. We have our opinions. Some people agree. Some people disagree. That's what football's all about. It's about opinions. And FA Cup and League Cup, before we get... Because I can hear that vacuum uh, being mm. powered up as we talk. Is we it FA Cup this week? Or are we no, it's not. But who, the games in no, but who do you, league start the week, week after? Start, no, starts this week. Everything starts this week, TC. Right. But who do you fancy to go on and lift the FA Cup? Cup this season. I mean, Arsenal have done it last season, obviously, and 14 times they've done it now. So, who do you think will win the FA Cup? We've had your league prediction. Well, none, none of them in the in, in the championships are going to win it because they, they've killed they've they've killed the FA Cup off as much as what the foreign coaches have because even they don't want to play a strong team now in that. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'll be looking at a Chelsea, uh, a Tottenham, uh, a Liverpool. Um, You've got to throw Man City into it. So I'm going to go for a, a Liverpool this year for FA Cup. How about one of your old teams, Everton, with James Rodriguez? Because I ain't calling him James. His name's James. He's James Rodriguez. They look as though they've spent a little bit of money. And, and, you know, if he comes off, he did look a player. But that was, you know, six years ago. A lot happens to a player in six years. Could, could a team like Everton, because they need a cup run, don't they? No, uh, the reason why I can't put everything in, in, into a cup run, you're right, you, yep. you're not wrong, you are right, but the yep. reason why I said no straight away is this. Yep. He'll be more concerned, yep. right, going into to top six. Yep. Yet when they go into top six, they don't want to play in the Europa League. Yep. Right? So when the cup comes round, they'll be playing a weakened team. Yep. Right? Because they'll be concentrating on the league. Yeah. That's why I say it'll come from the top five, top six clubs. Yeah. I cannot see it, all them down. The, the teams that are trying to get in the top six will play a weakened team mm -hmm. to try and get in the top four. Yep. Right? But what they are doing, they're trying to get that 30 points and not have a, not have a relegation uh, problem. Yeah. So do I, do, do I, I mean, Rodri, Rodri, I miss Rodri. If he's fit, I think he's a hell of a player. Yep. Um, but the thing is, we we Ancelotti. Listen, I do like Ancelotti. The mm -hmm. problem is, he's an Italian, yep. and his first thought is not to lose a game. Yep. 
So, and if you don't take enough chances, no, I can't put everything in. That's the reason why I cannot put everything in. I'd like to see Everton win it, mm. but I cannot. I cannot see that happening. So you're going Liverpool for the FA Cup, and who are you going for the League Cup? I'm going with Manchester City for the League. I think they're the best team, and I know Liverpool's been marvellous. I understand it. Listen, it's incredible what they've done for life, but I still think Manchester City, in its opinions, and I think Manchester City are the better team of the two. League Cup, TC. Who do you fancy for the League Cup? The League Cup, again, I will, I'll go for a, a Tottenham for that. Yep, yeah, OK. So Spurs to win the League Cup, Liverpool to win the FA Cup and Manchester City to be crowned league champions. Come what may? Yep, yeah, that, that was my picks. What was yours? I'm going with Man City to uh, to win the league. Um, I think Pep's really, I think they've really pissed Pep off last season. To be fair, <laughs> and I think he's gonna he's gonna have a bee in his bonnet. And I think he's good. I think he's got a bit of a, a point to prove. Although for me, Pep hasn't got any point to it's prove. Even, but but, yeah, but I, I think he's I think he's annoyed. So I, yeah. I'm going City. Um, FA Cup. I'm going to go Man United for the yeah. uh, for the FA I Cup. Say, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. And the League Cup. Um, I'm gonna go someone like I'm gonna go Leicester. Leicester for the League Cup. So mm, yeah. interesting. Yeah. The thing is, with teams like Leicester, cup to cup games, all, all they're interested in is, is, is accumulating points at league. So mm. they'll, they'll play weakened teams, and that's why I can't put them in it. Them type of teams anymore. Yeah. I just hope that they do because I'm a big fan of James Madison. I love Vardy, and Vardy ain't going to go on forever. And no. I think that um, players like that, when they look back at the career, want something to look back at and, and a winner's medal. And I think that uh, League Cup would be um, a great swan song for one of English football's greatest forwards that was disregarded and then got into the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but, right. but there, you, there you go. That's uh, Again, all opinions of coaches, uh, boys and girls. Our magnificent seven uh, this year, TC. We're going to be following... Aston Villa, Borussia Dortmund, one of your old clubs, Everton, another old club, Derby, Forest, Saints, again, your old clubs, and the club that you love, Sheffield Wednesday. Dortmund are playing in the uh, German Open Cup, so we're not going to bother with them this week. Villa's game against Manchester City is called off due to City's uh, engagement in the Champions League. So first, Spurs versus Everton. How do you see your first forecast for this season? Where's that at uh, Spurs? Tottenham. Yeah. I'm going for an home win, uh, a 1 0 home win, Tottenham. 1 0. I'm going to go 1 1. There you go. Because, again, with empty stadiums, home advantage doesn't seem to be that great. But you never know. First game season's always mad. Derby versus Reading. How do you see this one? I'm going to go for a... Derby have not set off great in these pre-season games and mm. cup games. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. You're going to go 1-1. I'm going to go 2-0 Derby because I've traded in Jude Bellingham for Louis Sibley. I was impressed with that lad last season and he's only a young gun. Scored an... I think he, he scored quite a lot of goals for, for Derby. Um, I think he was he about has. one in he two. It looks, uh, it looks... It looks for a young kid, he looked well. He's definitely confident because you yeah. know when you're scoring goals like that, mm-hmm. uh, you're playing with confidence. So, you, but he looks a player, looks a good player. And different types of goals that I noticed that he yeah. scored. So he's, he's that's one another that... good thing about strikers, isn't it? That yeah, it is. Yeah, the same thing. It's a mixture of headers and left foot, right foot mm-hmm. shots, tappings. It's it is a mixture. So I'm um, I'm going to go with Derby there. Uh, Queens Park Rangers versus one of your old clubs, Nottingham Forest. One nil Forest. Ooh, right. I'm gonna go two two. Mind you, I can, talk, see, that. I can talk, see that and all. Talking to John, I'm not. I'm not convinced John would uh, agree that Forest are gonna score two goals. He's still, he's still upset from uh, not getting into playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> We shouldn't laugh because we are going to have complaints if we do. And we're not laughing anyway. We want everybody to do well. You know, I'm not laughing at Forrest, I'm laughing at John. Because <laughs> I, 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 when I saw him, when you mentioned that today, his eyes rolled. He went, oh, you hit a sore point with him not getting playoffs. And listen, if it had been Sheffield Wednesday in the position what Forrest won in, yeah. there's no way they should not have finished in the top four. You know, when you look at it. Yeah. 
you know, that's calling the manager. Without being funny to the manager, that he's bottled that somehow. Yeah, absolute total capitulation. Palace versus another one of your old teams, Southampton. Uh, I'm going for Southampton. I've been impressed with this. Uh, I can't pronounce his name now. Aston Taller, what his name is. Somebody talented. The manager at Southampton. Oh, yeah. Aston Hootle. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Uh, I'm going for a Southampton uh, 1-0 win. Right. I'm going to go a home win for Crystal Palace 1-0. A new signing easy. He looks a player as well, so I'm looking forward to watching him this season. And finally, Cardiff versus your boys, Sheffield Wednesday. I'm going to go for a Wednesday, a 2-0 win. Do you want to win this year, Tom? Uh, TC? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think we'll beat Cardiff. I, I think we'll beat Cardiff. Well, I'm going Cardiff 2-0. So, our predictions vary. So, there's going to be one of us that are going to take a, a 1-0 lead. TC, being the gentleman that I am, I'm going to let you pick the uh, the music this week. So, what record out of any record that you've ever listened to do you want to play for us going out? Tonight, uh, Matthew, I'm going to pick... Paul Carrick, because he's, he's one of my favourites. I shall not pick Paul Carrick, because I know what you like when he... No, you, if you want to pick Paul Carrick... You sound like me when I used to do the Biscuit Boys with Chris, and I go, tonight I'm going to pick Paul Weller. <laughs> but you pick Paul Carrick and whatever song that you, know, you want from Paul Carrick. It's an absolute legend. I do, I do like Paul Weller. Yeah. I do like Paul Weller. So pick me up all my favourite stuff. You, you're sounding like a Dalek again, so you're going to have to move slightly to the left or to the right. Can you hear me now? I can do now, TC, loud and clear. What song is it that you're going to play us out with this week, sir? Well, I want you to pick what your favourite song, but I'm going to pick Squeeze uh, under the top of my whiskey bottle, so I've changed my mind. I'm going to pick Squeeze. Great song. I don't think it was entitled that, but we will get that song out for you. What a group they were as well. Brilliant. Okay, buddy. Cheers. Good weekend. Cheers, Cheers buddy. Love to you and yours. Love to you, family, and uh, we'll speak next week. Will do too soon. I'm going to help the missus with the vacuum. Cheers, pal. I'm going to wash pots up. Good night. I'm